Unstoppable Success Radio, Episode 8. Welcome to Unstoppable Success Radio, helping entrepreneurs, CEOs, and business owners around the world skyrocket their sales and multiply their profits. Now, here's your host, Kelly Roach. Welcome back, everybody. You are listening to Unstoppable Success Radio. I am your host, Kelly Roach, and I am so excited to be here today with Peter Vug. Welcome, Peter. We are thrilled to have you on the show. Thanks for having me, Kelly. I'm always uh, a pleasure to be here and excited to add some value and just have a great conversation. Uh, we've had a couple now, and everyone's been very powerful, so hopefully we can bring some value to the audience. Absolutely. Well, I want to tell my listeners a little bit about you, but everybody get fired up, stop multitasking and get focused because today we are talking about building your online empire, how to scale your influence and the power of positioning. And this is super critical if you want to build a freedom-based business and you want to get the prospects coming to you versus you chasing them down. And Peter is going to walk you through step-by-step how to make that happen in your business. So let me tell you a little bit about him and we are going to go Go ahead and dive right in. Peter is an international best-selling author. He's a columnist for Entrepreneur, Forbes.com, Huffington Post, Business Insider, and too many more to mention. He's created millions of dollars in sales and led hundreds of individuals to create unparalleled success in the Game Changers movement. He recently shared the stage with Lewis Howes, Gary Vaynerchuk, Von, John Lee Dumas, and other leading entrepreneurs, including Robert Hershevik of the Shark Tank. Please welcome um, Peter Boog. Peter, thrilled to have you here. Thanks again. I love your introduction is amazing. I wish I could wake up in the morning and just listen to that. <laughs> hey, you up. got it. You're making it happen, man. I got to share it. I have to put it out there. And every time I talk to you, I have to completely change your bio because you're moving so fast and you're doing so much that I have to add in some new things, you know? I'm trying. I'm, I'm hustling and I love what I do. So it makes it easier. Yeah, no, that's awesome. So why don't we get started today talking about the power of positioning? You know, a lot of entrepreneurs out there are struggling. They're struggling to build their business. They're struggling to catch that momentum and get that snowball really, uh, you know, rolling. And I want you to kind of outline for our listeners, you know, what does the power of positioning have to do about with that? And, you know, how can they take control of the way they're positioning themselves to change that dynamic in their business? Yeah, really good question. And this is something that I, I really wish I learned this when I first started out, it took a lot of um, trial and error and me literally going broke and being stressed out. And I wasted a lot of time. So going back, this would be the message that I want to hear. And you said something about a lot of entrepreneurs are struggling. And me and you have both gone through the struggle. We've talked about it. And I want to share with you guys first that you need to honor the struggle because you will only appreciate the success if you really enjoy the journey and understand it's a process versus just a result. So I went through the struggle and, and I literally remember um, being stressed out, not knowing what to do and having all this information. I love sharing it now so people don't have to make the same mistakes. So if done correctly, Kelly, I think a lot of people these days are just trying to prospect so much that they're getting burnt out. And if you can really learn how to position yourself as the trusted advisor, as the world's best, as the leading authority, you'll have consistent clients coming to you versus you chasing. You'll be able to be more selective with who you hire. I know both of me and you are both selective with who we hire and who we take on and who we work with. You won't have to spend hundreds of thousands on marketing and so much time testing and you'll attract your ideal clients and it's a lot less stressful. So we can dive right into really how to do this, but the purpose of it, Kelly, is 
to be able to let your creative juices flow, get better results, get more clients without having to burn out chasing people. That's the bottom line of, yeah. of what it means. That's, that is absolutely perfect. And I, I want to go deeper with this. And I want to actually spend some time on this, Peter, because that is what I see entrepreneurs out there doing today. And I, I talk about it a lot. And you and I have gotten to know each other over the last year. And, and we've both shared, you know, that in helping entrepreneurs today, that distraction, that spreading yourself t- too thin with too many tactics and nothing going deep and nothing truly being brought full circle to get the momentum that you want is really standing in your way. So let's talk a little bit about um, how to figure out your USP and how to really truly position yourself as the expert so that you can make this start happening in your business. What does that look like? I love it. Yeah. And there, it's a process. This is not something, and I tell people, this is not something that we can figure out in, in 15 minutes. Like, oh, you're the expert. You have to really dig deep and you have to almost get uncomfortable and sit there and focus on what your strengths are, who you are, who you're not, what makes you different. And we'll go through that, but don't expect to figure this out in 30 minutes. You need mm-hmm. to put the work in. And a lot of people are addicted to, they take action without really having strategy. So once they don't figure it out, they just take action and go back to their old routine. So we need to really nail this down. And, and I think the biggest mistake is people create their business without leverage or scale in mind and they get burnt out and they don't have enough clients or customers. So I just want to shift their perspective first. And I want to give them some things that I think could save them a lot of headache in the future. And we can kind of go back and forth on this. The first thing is you have to realize that the likelihood of the marketplace responding because you want something is zero. Mm-hmm. People try to create things because they think people need it or because it's what they like. And you have to understand your customers are the marketing geniuses. And the number one mistake people make is trying to just sell themselves and their expertise and not sell the solution or outcome to the prospect's problem or desire. Right? It's and, huge. Oh, it's huge. Do that, do you see that all the time as well, correct? Oh my God, all the time. And I think the biggest thing is these fancy names for your products and your programs and your services that have nothing to do with the solution. And people don't even know what you're talking about. I mean, that's the biggest struggle. I think, you know, don't try to be catchy. Don't try to be witty. Don't try to be smart. Focus on a result that you can give people because it's exactly what you just said, Peter. I mean, that that's that's just a barrier that's standing between you and, and growing your business, right? 100%. And People are, then they get confused, Kelly, that people aren't buying and they're like, what the heck? I have all this experience. I I have stuff to teach them. I really care about them, but they're not buying. It's because you're being selfish. Think Mm -hmm. about it. Why would they care what you've done if you're not being articulate with how it can help their bottom line results or how it can solve their problem they care about? I mean, your expertise is not paying their bills. That's exactly. I wish it was. But. Yes. No, that's absolutely perfect. And, you know, that that's something that I share with my clients a lot. And I know you do a lot of teaching on that as well. So, you know, what are some steps that you would maybe recommend that someone that's listening today that's like, hmm, you know what? Like I am doing OK, but I could definitely be doing better. And there may be some some things in my messaging or my naming of my products or programs or even the things I'm trying to sell that are disconnected from what people actually want. Maybe they need to take a step back. What are some some things you would recommend that they get started doing to yeah. circle back to that? So there's things they have to, they have to do their due diligence first. Mm-hmm. And it, it takes study, but it also takes very consistent implementation of what you study. So before you have to build an online empire, and I took a, a month or two to do this with my mentor, is you have to know your values. And, and I would write these down and think about these strategically. You have to know your values. You have to know your customers' 
You have to know what's out there, your competition, and your core message and what makes you different is something that people don't think about enough. And then, of course, it's know your timeline of strategically how you're going to get to position yourself and get out your, your content. So the first thing is you have to claim your topic and what you want to master. I think a lot of people want to be okay at six things. No, you have to claim your topic and what you want to master and be very articulate with what makes you the expert at that. So I would start with thinking about what are some things that make you qualified and make you different than everybody else and why should someone do business with you versus not doing business at all with you or with anybody else that's doing what you're doing. I think that's the first step is creating your ideal message and making sure that you know what industry or what topic you want to master. I don't think people do that enough. So with you, you know what you wanted to master and it's business and it's you, you've mastered a couple things, but then you figured out what made you different and you've done a lot of things that most people haven't. So mm -hmm. that's really the first step I think is figuring out what makes you different and who you're helping. So it's step one, yes. like figure out what topic you want to master and then study and do your due diligence of what else is out there, what people are doing wrong. A lot of times what I've done is I've looked at other industries or what other people are doing and I've looked at the negative reviews and what all the, the bad things about it and I figured out how can I make my messaging and marketing managing those weaknesses into strengths with my business. So if, if someone else is frustrated with my competitor because they're slow with response, I'm gonna make sure we're the fastest at response to counteract that. So yes. claim your topic and what you wanna master. And then it's being articulate and intentional and figuring out how to make your business about something. People really wanna be part of movements. So I think these days plans are failing and movements are thriving. So make your business about something and then figure out what makes you different. So here's how you articulate. You've done this, I've done it, a lot of people have done it that are in the 1%. I help blank do blank so they can end result. So you have to figure out what your audience is and then figure out what your audience's biggest problems are and biggest ambitions are and you need to ask them what's what's bugging them so you can yeah. share what helps them so a lot of people i've had different examples people have helped entrepreneurs and startups create marketing systems so they can scale their business and stop trading time for money i work with a girl that's now making six figures she wasn't a couple years ago this is her uh, kind of usp she helps stay-at-home moms improve their energy health and income so they can live a more fulfilled family life and spend more time doing things they love and that took her a while to figure that out but she's become one of the best at that so you have to figure out who you help what you help them do and what their end result is. And then everything from there is a lot easier. So you could even explain right now what your articulation is, Kelly. You know who you help and what you help them get, right? You figure Absolutely. this out. <laughs> Absolutely. And you know what? And I wouldn't be able to be doing what I'm doing in my business right now if I didn't, before I even had a business, I was in a business coaching program for a year defining all of those things. And, you know, I think you you mentioned so many critical things there. And, and I just want to pause for a second and say, you know, to everyone listening, whether you already have a multi-six-figure business or 
you're just getting started, I can guarantee you with me, with, with some of the bigger companies that I work with and the larger corporations, you know, your salespeople, your managers, your people that are going out on behalf of your organization, they can't articulate these things. And that's why you're losing money on the mm -hmm. salaries and the people that you're paying to work for you. If you're the one going out and doing this, you know, Peter, I think you've mentioned so many things already, you know, for people to like really take pause, pause this episode and, and make notes and go back to. But being able to articulate it means that you're clear on what it is. Mm -hmm. 100%. And that you've taken the time, that you've taken the time to not just say, I want to, you know, I want a business. I want to make this amount of money. I want to be, you know, doing X, Y, and Z. No, but like, what is the value? Like, Definitely. what is the value for other people? So anyway, keep, keep going. Well, you're, yeah. You're and there's a lot to cover. And I want, this is an episode I want them to continue listening to until yes. they master it, not overload themselves. Don't listen to six other podcasts or read two books. Listen to this and re-listen until you really get it down because I have some more stuff mm -hmm. to cover that me and you are very aligned with. So yeah. you can also, this is something I learned from Darren Hardy years ago. Sometimes it's what pisses you off or frustrates you. Like for me, hey, my name is Peter Bugen. I love blank, but I was so fed up with this that I created this. Mm -hmm. So I love helping entrepreneurs thrive, but I was so fed up, and this is very honest, I was so fed up with all the fluff the BS, the unproven theories out there. I wrote the book, Six Months to Six Figures, and I created the Game Changers Academy where entrepreneurs can come deep in their network, maximize their influence, and get proven strategies focused on helping them create a six-figure income. But it was because I was so fed up with all the fluff out there. So think about your prospect's biggest challenges and pain points. So for young entrepreneurs, I've done... I've done five or six surveys and, and surveyed over 15,000 people the last three, four years. And the biggest things are inconsistent income, no real guidance, and they lack clarity or certainty. So the biggest struggles are inconsistent income, no real guidance, and they lack confidence and clarity. So you want to solve the problem. So I wanted to create something that gave them absolute clarity, maximized their income, and created flexibility and autonomy and gave them the guidance they needed. So here's my, one of my USPs for my academy, Kelly, and I'll kind of tie this in how it works. You know how most entrepreneurs struggle with inconsistent income, don't have any real guidance, and they lack the confidence needed to take their life and business to the next level? Well, in my academy, we show you how to maximize your income, provide you with your best training and resources while helping you develop an unshakable confidence that you need to dominate your industry in any economy. So people are like, oh my gosh. You know my problems and you have a solution for yes. them. This is amazing. That is it. So, that so is it. That's how you do it. You have to survey the people and they'll tell you what you want because your customers are marketing geniuses. We just did a six-figure launch in August and uh, it was a, a breakthrough course for productivity. And we just surveyed our list and my podcast listeners and I asked them exactly what they wanted, what their problems were. Almost all of them, and, and some of them are a little bit older than my academy members, they're between probably 27 and 40, and almost all of them, they wanted more clarity on how to be productive, what tasks to take on, what to delegate, things like that. So we created something exactly based on what they wanted and we had a six-figure launch because of it. So people need to realize that they need to survey and do their due diligence and then they can create things based on what people say they wanted. Does that make sense? That is beautiful. Perfect. Couldn't agree more. You nailed it. So now, once they figure that out, <clears throat> they have to be everywhere and get attention. They need to create a congruent online presence. So they need to start creating intentional content that's in organized frameworks. 
They need to learn how to simplify and systemize their content. And the biggest thing you can do in your content and in your stories and, and what you're sharing is you need to bust myths and hit their pain points. If you can bust myths with your audience, so think about things that people think are true, but they're really not. A lot of entrepreneurs, when they're younger, they think they have to get a four-year degree or go to business school mm -hmm. to be an entrepreneur. And we both know that's... Oh, you Don't get me started on yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. BS, right? Yep. And then once they get an online presence, they need to be congruent. They need to be on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, um, and figure out what avenues their audience is on the most. Pick one platform, dominate that, and once it's systemized, go to the next one. But people are so inconsistent that it's causing people to not follow them. So once they get that congruent online presence down, then it's time, and me and you have both mastered this, or we've we've gone a long ways with it, is leveraging other people's proven platforms. People always say, how do I get more influence? Well, you create a mutually beneficial partnership or relationship with someone else who already has influence over that audience that you want. So for me, I can get on one or two podcasts that have been around for five years and maximize the million people they have on their podcast mm -hmm. because I'm adding value. So I used to promote to get on the best podcast right away, but if you don't have a lot of influence, get on the smaller podcast first. Yeah. If, if you've never been on a podcast that has over 10,000 views, get on one that has 10,000 and then 30,000 and then go for the John Lee Dumases and, and all these big podcasts as well. But that's the next step is once they figure out their USP and they figure out who they help and they start actually creating their brand, then it's they need to be everywhere and get attention because a lot of people's problems is no one knows who they are. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And, and I think you, you hit on it and, and I just want to go back to it for one quick second. The consistency, yep. you know, and, and there is a time factor to success. You know, there is um, a mastery. There is um, a building process. And I think that people get confused with the Internet and they don't realize that, you know, getting to where they want to be is a building process. It, it, it happens over time, but it's the level of consistency and the frequency and the quality of what you're doing that gets you there. But the second that you say, oh, well, this isn't working. You know, I did this for five minutes and, and I'm not seeing any results from it. Let me hop over here. Let me hop over here. Let me hop over here. That's what just absolutely crushes your ability to actually gain those followers and gain those, you know, committed, loyal people that are going to stick with you throughout whatever you do because they see that it's working. You're getting results. You're, you're building and growing. Oh, 100%. And that's the biggest problem is they want instant results. And mm -hmm. it, it's a process. It's a big process. And the end result of business is to create raving fans and advocates that promote what you do. It's free marketing, but they love what you do because you've actually helped them and shifted the results. So there's four things. There's the followers, supporters, believers, and, and advocates. And most people, when they get followers, they're not consistent enough. So the followers drop off and they never become mm. supporters. This is crucial to understand. And if you can just simplify mm -hmm. everything I say and understand business is about creating raving fans that love what you do, that will promote you without you asking them to do it. So here's how you create them though. You have to go from followers to supporters, which means you have to be consistent and you're in it for the long haul, right? Yeah. Once they see you're in it for the long haul and you're not just doing it to make quick money, then they become supporters. And how you turn supporters into believers is you have to be very congruent, authentic, and you have to really figure out your messaging and make sure your messaging is new, interesting, effective, and it, it 
is inspiring for them, right? Mm -hmm. So once you can create consistent messaging that's congruent with who you are, then you turn supporters into believers. But here's where people fall off, and I'll be very blunt here. They don't know how to get people real results. So in order to turn a believer into a raving fan, you have to actually get them a result. Like you have to, they have to see they've lost five pounds, or they have to literally see their bank account increase from blank to blank, or if you're turning them into an entrepreneur, they have to make their first money online or they have to quit their job. Whatever it is, they have to see real results. There's too many people out there that are inspiring people to feel better in the moment, but they never actually get real results because it's just fluff. So they never create raving fans. So the reason mm-hmm. why me and you both have raving fans is we actually get people results. So on my podcast, on your podcast, on the things that I do and the value I add in my academy, I'm actually increasing people's results yep. and they want to be raving fans of us because we're helping them and they consistently promote us. So that's the next step is can you create raving fans by being consistent, by being congruent, by being authentic and being everywhere? Because people can't do that. And make a target list. What are your top 20 publications you want to be a part of? Whether it's Entrepreneur Forbes or whatever is in your industry. What are the top 10 podcasts you want to be on? What are your top 10 partnerships that you want to develop? Make a list of those and when you make a list it makes it real and you can start reaching out one by one and there you go leveraging your influence but you best believe they're going to look at your your website your online brand and make sure you're congruent or you will never reach those people does that make yeah. sense yeah yeah no that excellent i i love it and i think it goes back to the very beginning and i see entrepreneurs struggling with this a lot it's owning your expertise, it's really translating your talent, your skill, your expertise, what you're going to do in your business into a clear, consistent message where people, when they see your name, they know exactly who you are and they know exactly what you do. Like when Peter, when people see Peter, like they know a hundred percent, like what this guy does, how he helps people. When people see me, they know a hundred percent. There is no confusion, you know, about who we are and what we do and how we help people. And I think um, sometimes with entrepreneurs, we have a tendency to mix our messages or keep changing our messages. And yes, it's great to be innovative and to constantly be striving for more, but clarity and consistency over time is what allows people exactly what you said, Peter, you know, those followers to become supporters, see you're in it for the long haul, and and then ultimately become those raving fans. So I think that is uh, fantastic. Tell me if you've had this. And you have to gain your market's trust by by clearly articulating their fears or hopes or their problems. And you have to state the problem that they're having better than anyone else. But you have to you want a polarizing point of view. And here's what I I wish I would have realized earlier. I was trying to make everyone happy or help everybody or please people. There's something wrong with your motives if that's what you want. But you want to have such a polarizing point of view that it's so authentic that you offend people but you mm-hmm. connect with your target audience mm-hmm. at an even higher level. So you're going to separate your market into believers and non-believers, and it's always better to be loved by a certain amount of people or hated by a certain amount of people than just tolerated. You're never going to be the leading authority if you're trying to please everybody. So when you have that point of view or when you have your story and you're sharing your vision and what you believe in, you're going to offend some people, but as you do that, you're going to attract the right people and they will, be, they will love you even more because of that point of view. Have you noticed yeah. that? 
Oh, oh my gosh, absolutely. And I I would even tie that back and say, Peter, that part of becoming a successful entrepreneur is getting really good at saying no Mm -hmm. and understanding that not everyone's going to like your decisions. Not everyone's going to support your decisions. People will be quote unquote offended along the way. And that's okay. That is part of your journey. But when you get okay with that and you own it, yes, you know, your message is clear when people are kind of divided into cams by it. Exactly. Like you said, so no, I'm, I'm with you on that 100%. I love it. And then and we can end it however you want, but I think I should give some tactical what makes people's positioning valuable. Here's what makes your brand valuable or unknown. And I'll go through these quickly and then we'll end it there. You can end it however you want, Kelly, but I love the tactical episodes that you've created. I've listened to the lot you had you've had two or one because I listened to JLD, which was amazing. Um, yeah, and we just loaded like five more in the last two weeks, so we're up to six in uh, like two weeks here. So we're trying to we're trying to really accelerate. You're a hustler. So, <laughs> so here's what makes your positioning valuable, and most people don't have these. So if you were going to start somewhere, I would go through and check these off and make sure you're doing these. First is your experience and your perspective. Next, it's how well you simplify and systematize your content. How consistent you are in the marketplace how many places you are in the marketplace, how current and relevant your brand feels. Some people are marketing like it's 2006, right? Mm -hmm. There's a problem. Their brand feels like it's five years old. How many advocates and raving fans you have, how long you've been adding value, and if you can get controversial or not and not Mm -hmm. feel like you're offending people. And of course, it's your passion and your authenticity. So those are what make your positioning valuable. And if you understand and you sell yourself on the power of, being everywhere and trying to position so people come to you, you'll you'll never go back because it's such a powerful way to do business and it makes it a lot more enjoyable and you have more peace of mind and you're turning clients away because you've positioned yourself as the best. So it's worth putting in the time, putting in the hustle and understand that you have to sacrifice. You have to work morning and night sometimes and you have to have that yeah. mindset that it's going to flip where if you're working, 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 no play, eventually if you do it right, it's work and then play, 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 and you'll love what you do that you won't have to work because you position yourself. So that, that's really, I, I think the power of positioning is just building the business the right way in the new economy. And everyone That is it. it. That is it. That was powerful. And, you know, I I hope for everybody listening that um, you took some notes and that you're going to listen to this episode again. And actually, I know a lot of people are like walking or exercising or driving in the car. You know, listen again when you're in your office and take some notes. And my best recommendation is actually to um, sit down and take some time to strategize around the things that Peter just mentioned. Because no matter how long you've been in business, no matter how good you are at what you do, we always have the opportunity to up our game. And there's always more that we can do. We can always be better. We can always tighten in our message and reinforce the key strategies that are going to take us to the next level. So Peter, thank you so much for everything that you shared today. This was incredibly powerful. And I know there's people that are going to want to get in touch with you, want to find out how they can learn more, work with you, whatever the case, what is the best place for them to reach you? Yeah. So I just... We, we had a new book launch and, and the entrepreneurial breakthrough, I gave a couple pretty big productivity tips for them. I gave my productivity planner that I use in my academy for all my uh, top members. I gave that free along with my uh, uh, an audio training kind of of positioning versus prospecting in more deep dive. So if they go to entrepreneurbreakthrough.com, they'll be able to uh, get access to that. And on Twitter, I'm Peter Vu 23 
And I don't know, you have some pretty high level people. We do have an academy. It's gamechangersmovement.com. And uh, it's invite only, so you have to apply, but it's really how to become the best at what you do in your industry as well. So they can apply there if they feel like that's fitting for them. But yeah, if they reach out through Twitter, through Facebook, LinkedIn, um, and they say they heard about me from your podcast, I'd be happy to give them some time or help them out or, or lead them in the right direction of what they need because I, I appreciate what you do. I know you have some pretty ambitious uh, listeners on your podcast and in your company as well, so... Thanks so much. Yeah, absolutely. So everybody, um, hope you enjoyed today's episode of Unstoppable Success Radio. If you haven't yet, make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode. And if you'd like to get my free report on the top five ways that I automate growth in my business, just simply text the word automate report to 44222. That's automate report to 44222. And that will be on its way to you. Peter, thank you so much. And to everybody listening today, dream big, take action and don't stop until you make it happen. Thank you for joining this episode of Unstoppable Success Radio. To get exclusive access to Kelly's free video and audio trainings to explode your business growth, simply visit kellyroachcoaching.com and join her email community for resources she only shares there. If you love today's episode of Unstoppable Success Radio, pass it along to a friend, colleague, or client that may benefit from the content. Until next time, dream big, take action, and don't stop until you make it happen.